Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 33. In this episode, we're going to talk about the big, it's finally here, Pokemon 2019 reveal. The Halo 4 that almost was. Big changes coming to Fortnite. The future of Xbox and more Microsoft rumors. Tons of EA and Activision bashing and a lot more. Roll that beautiful episode 33. Alright, welcome to God Mode Unlocked episode 33, the triple triple. We uh, we're gonna Trey Trey. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna start right in with the big well, I don't know if this is I guess it's on paper the biggest news of the week, and it probably is the biggest news of the week, but the Pokemon Sword and Shield reveal. Pokemon Switch 2019, whatever you want to call it, finally oh, yeah. got revealed. Nintendo, as we predicted two episodes in a row, rewind the tape, uh, had a Nintendo Direct just to reveal Stabbed this. us in the back. What are you, what, you just spoiled it. What was your reaction? Stabbed me in the back. Um, was this your number one most anticipated game of no. 2019? I can't remember what my number one was right now. Oh, Cyberpunk. Oh, okay. So, no. I don't even know if this made in, like, top ten. Nah, it, it must to. have somewhere. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, three or four. But, um, yeah, I mean, it looked it looked good. It no, looked it good. No, it, it didn't. It looked good. Okay. No, it, it looked like an N64 game. Okay, it, it looked like a good N64 game. It looked like a... It looked like... <laughs> it looked like a sequel to Pokemon Snap. I just don't understand how... It looked worse than Let's Go. Visually? Yeah. It looks better than that, doesn't it? I don't think so. Well, okay, well, first of all, the biggest complaint I have is that random encounters are back. I was going to say, I'll give, I I will totally, I don't, for a Pokemon game, the graphics are fine. Yeah, yeah. The problem to me is it's the same game game that we've had for 30 years. The biggest problem is random encounters are back. And the battle system looks exactly you the same. You can't control the camera. There's there's nothing different. It's Pokemon with better yes. graphics. Yes. Yet again. You know, like, and I just can't believe they did it again. Like, you know, with Zelda, you know, you heard a lot of people, you know, oh, you know, I wish they'd do something different with Zelda. And they finally did. Yeah. And, you know, like, people went crazy. People yeah. loved it. I just don't understand how that didn't happen with Pokemon. Do you, People have been begging again, for an evolution. Rewind the no pun tape. Rewind the tape. Like I don't know, five, six, seven episodes ago, and I was on here saying this is going to be the same thing. It's going to be disappointing. It's still going to sell fifteen million copies, but it's it's going to be this. That was my fear. I said it's going to be the same thing we've always got. And Did you it see is. the map? Did you see the map of the oh, world? I don't care. I don't. It care. looked. It looked strangely like Game of Thrones. It looked strangely like Westeros. I mean, right down to, like, the top of it has, like, you know, all ice. Yeah. And, and it was, I don't know. It the just looked, it, go look at it. It looks exactly like Westeros. See, I don't, I don't, like, I know people were, like, digging into all that stuff and, like, the initial three Pokemon and stuff, but I'm, like, the gameplay. What, how is the, and it's, like, the same. Uh, like, there's, like, I have been, since, like, I don't know, like, since I played World of Warcraft for the first time, which was now 12 years ago. Yeah. I've been sitting there looking at Pokemon going, this is a perfect franchise for like an MMO or like some type of pseudo co-op online, you know, like, and they can't do it. It's like, yeah, I know. And you know, I think that same episode that I said it was going to be the same thing was the episode. Remember the CEO of Pokemon company? Had some really weird quote that was like, "Well, switch development was a lot harder." Oh than yeah, we yeah, thought. yep. That yep. was the sign to me that all right, well, they're not doing anything. Like yeah, that. and so now my my hope now is that because of that, because this is their first switch game, they're more focused on just getting it out there. You know, like getting getting their feet wet on like a true console level device. So my hope is is that's why they decide to stick to the familiar territory. But I can't figure out. They have to have. They must not have like a single person who's like recently graduated (laughs) from college, like like to program, because they must have like the same programmers that have programmed every single Pokemon. It's Japan, and I guess whoever's in charge, you know, this is just how he thinks Pokemon games should be, and that's and there are a lot of things that are fine to carry over, like, and you know, like. At one point, I stopped just 
took myself back and I was like, you know, there's probably a lot of work that goes into just creating these Pokemon, the art, the abilities. That probably takes a lot of work. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I give them credit for that. Like, you know, every game they have to put out however many hundred new well, characters. And there's a lot of work that goes into okay, that. Here's my question to you. Would you rather have new Pokemon or new gameplay no, that, features? No. For the same you could Pokemon. give me the first 152 Pokemon I know. over and over. I know. They and just evolve the game. Yeah. That's uh, and that's what I'm thinking too. Is like you could have just left it at 150, and I've been fine. To me, I'd be okay if they remade. If you made the game different. the original game, but in a modern. Yeah. Like not just modern graphics, but modern gameplay. And, and you know another and thing. And have online play and have you know all that. Stuff. Is it just my imagination, or do these new Pokemon look? They don't even look like they're from the same universe to me. They do. Like I'm looking at these new Pokemon, I'm like they don't look like they belong with like Squirtle and yeah. Every generation gets kind of more and more like cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, more like anime. I expected, yeah, I expect these guys to go hang out with Bugs Bunny. Or yeah, you know, like I don't know, they just don't look like Pokemon to me. I don't, I'm I, old, I don't know. So. I'm yeah. I was gonna say I'm 32, so I don't know what excites a 10 year old Pokemon yeah, fan anymore. I, I but and I'm not bashing that 10 year old. But Pokemon I, as far as things that I liked, I mean. I guess I like. I, I heard a lot of people complaining that the camera isn't, you know, free. Yeah, it it has um, locked angles and everything. But I kind of like that. I I, I like that. Uh, I could get you know, over that gonna, if they changed again the gameplay. I liked like the setting. I thought the setting was you know cool. It was something different. Um, but outside of that, it's it's hard for me to, you know, pick anything that makes me go, oh yeah, you know, I need this- to go. I need to go get the new Pokemon game. This was the best thing that I saw from Pokemon this week. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu memes. Uh, I don't, so I don't know. It's coming out this fall. It is coming out this year. So it is another, you know, they all griping aside. Did you see the new Detective this Pikachu? This thing's going to sell, no. Trailer? That would have been the best thing. This thing's probably going to sell 20 million copies regardless. So it's another big Switch game coming out this year. So Nintendo even talk about how they've got such a stacked yeah. line. I mean, it's going to sell Gangbuster. Yeah, that's no what I mean. What. It's, so you know, maybe not what the hardcore audience Pokemon, wants. That's probably why the Pokemon company was like, "Ah, eh, screw it, just put, put it, it out there because yeah. it's going to sell millions." Well, I feel like some musical artists do the same thing. They just they're just like, "Well, I'm just going to release this song. I know you, it's crap, you know what's been happening to me. I've been driving. People are I've been driving, and they they play nonstop Ariana Grande. I've never <laughs> I've never heard where like back-to-back-to-back songs are all from the same person. Yeah. But that's happened to me so many times lately where I'm well, just driving. Well, I think she just broke some record Grande, for Ariana having, Grande. like, the most songs in the top 100 at one just time. Just unbelievable. I mean, like, there's, like, five Ariana Grande songs that they yeah. still play constantly. I still think the Ariana Grande is, like, a meal at some fast food place. <laughs> yeah, I'll have the uh, Ariana Grande and Starbucks. a small It's a, it's a drink at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. No more No more Pokemans. So here's a did you know for the week, more than big news, but it's big because it relates to a lot of stuff. Uh, Bonnie Ross, one of the big names at 343 who's in charge of Halo, gave a big interview about the future of Halo this week and said that back before 343 was founded, so after there was mm-hmm. the split with Bungie, Bungie. and Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft was trying to figure out, and this was the Don Matrick years, so this fits right in. Was trying yeah. to figure out what to do with Halo. Did they want to just end the series? What the, what do we do? Take it in a new direction? They literally almost brought in Gearbox to make Halo Four, which would have been a disaster of epic proportions. What, do you think they would like sell shade it? What do you think they would have done with it? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I look at Gearbox, and I'm not knocking them. Yeah. My introduction to Gearbox was the Brothers in Arms series. And I'm like, where's that gear about? What? Where's that team now? Yeah. And I'm not saying that what what else they do is bad not by any means. I'm what just if, like, well, is that kind of what they were looking at? Maybe like they wanted that type of Halo, like that, like you know, Brothers in Arms was a World War Two squad. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. And it, it, it got pretty good the only ratings, people. didn't it? Yeah, I think it was fairly well received. Um, but you know, Gearbox did Borderlands, which is obviously very tongue in cheek. Then they well, did, they did Duke Nukem, you think which they is would... tongue in cheek. Do you think they would have done it in like a Borderlands sort of style? Probably not visually, but I just don't see them being able to produce such a high quality like. Because I mean, Borderlands is 
it's, it's such a shooter, a, but it's it really is an RPG. A, it's such a fascinating what if. Yeah, but I mean, look at the like a Halo Infinite. There's more yeah. and more hints that well, it's gonna be. yeah, but it's still gonna play the same. Like yeah. the gameplay is gonna be there. Like the, the Halo gunplay and everything's gonna be totally unchanged. Yeah, I so mean, I don't know. if you did Borderlands style gunplay in Halo, it wouldn't. It's just such a fascinating. Unless it was like a side. Such game. a fascinating what if. Well, I mean, you know, I, you can't just look at their other games and say, well. You know, I, I I don't know. I don't think. Well, like they, Cam I don't think Randy Pitchford's. Because you got to remember uh, who was Bungie before they made Halo. No, I, I know, mean, I know. But now we we're just a few weeks ago we we're talking about Randy Pitchford's weird uh, st- story there. I don't want to get back <laughs> into that, but let's not go back there. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, in an ultimate universe, maybe it'd be interesting to see it played out. It would have been. I mean. To play it would have been out. cool at least if they had let them start to work on it, so that way we could something have seen. would leak. Yeah, so just so we could see what they would have. Do you remember played. that Halo blocks game that leaked? The Lego Halo. Oh yeah, whatever happened to that? Didn't that it got canned before? Uh, long before it even got leaked. I completely forgot about that. That's most people probably haven't heard of that. Go go YouTube Halo Lego Halo or Was blocks it Roblox? Or Ro- no, Roblox is that one game. Sure it was like Mega Blocks. That's what it was. Oh, maybe. Roblox is that whole other game. Oh, that's right. It was Mega Blocks, which is like uh, Lego knockoff. Which is yeah, the the poor man's <laughs> Lego. So Bonnie Ross also talked about Battle Royale, and previously they had made it pretty. I thought they could kind of shut down talks of Battle Royale and Halo, but they kind of said she was she to me. Her comments made it made me think, okay, they're doing something with it, they're just not sure if it's going to stick. Because she's like, well, I can tell you that we're always doing a lot of things internally and we're always testing <laughs> new ideas and blah, blah, blah. So I, I, it seems to me that they're working on something, but they're not sure if they're going to keep it or not. If, if Halo Infinite sort of bites on um, you know, Destiny's gameplay, it'll be funny that you know they, they copied Destiny just as Battle Royale was taking off yeah. now, now they're probably you know internally they're probably like damn it we, we just copied this one game now we gotta copy this other game well I mean they're gonna have standalone multiplayer playlists anyway I mean it's not like it's gonna be like only shared world oh I know. like yeah so uh, to me I, I'm ba- I'm basically thinking of it as them taking like Breakout as a starting point for it yeah and just kind of doing it that way but we'll see because you know, breakout was that last man standing single elimination, just by round. It, it feels good to be excited about a Halo game again, doesn't it? I've always been excited about all the Halos. I mean, yeah. I four. I really liked fourth campaign. I I, yeah, it was it was okay. It was Five okay. was pretty much forgettable in every way. Yeah, especially the campaign. The campaign was terrible. Where would you would you rate four above three? Campaign wise, I would. Uh, probably not. Three's campaign is pretty good. The first and third campaigns were good. The second was... Two's campaign was garbage. Yeah, it wasn't very good. It, did, it had its moments. Basically, once you left Earth, that was total yeah. train wreck. Uh, I'd probably put it after... Because you gotta put, like, Reach and ODST's campaigns. You put five at the bottom? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Reach and ODST's campaigns were, were good. Yeah. And those are side games. Yeah. But they both had... Some people think ODST and Reach are the best campaigns. The best too, in the, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. I wish they'd do more ODST games. I like the ODST. I could see them doing a whole Battle Royale spinoff with just the ODST. I literally choose the commander um, in Halo Wars just so I can use the ODSTs. <laughs> just I like do them. you think we'll see Halo Wars 3 at some point? God. Uh, probably. I think, I think so. I think so. Because, you know... At least, I mean, it depends on how long Phil's around. If yeah. Phil's around for a good long time, yeah, I think so because he's at least committed. And this I is really the one don't thing see I, him going anywhere. This is the one thing I give him real credit for, as compared to like Sony, who only makes like one style of game. Yeah, he, he's really trying to diversify. Yeah, he he gives every genre like a shot, They're like a, a true fair shot. Yeah. Like nobody, you know. I mean, you look over at Sony again. I mean, I don't want to knock Sony continuously, but they only seem to put out because they do type what they game do very now. well. Yeah. But they, I mean, they only do one style of yeah. game. Like, Cinematic single player. And, you know, Microsoft is at least putting out, you know, like Gears Tactics and yeah. um, uh, Ages of Empires yeah. and Halo Wars 2. You know, like they're yeah. they're willing to try on genres that aren't popular right, right now. Right. So I give them credit for that. 
Alright, so let's talk about Fortnite a little bit. This is... We're just talking about trying to diversify and being uh, original with, with Microsoft. Well, let's flip to the total opposite. So Fortnite is all of a sudden playing catch-up, hardcore. So they started Season 8 this week. They suddenly introduced a pinging system. Oh, completely so ripped from Apex, right? So creative. Which is fine. Like, yeah. It's a great feature. Everybody's yeah. going to steal it. Yeah, exactly. But they also introduced a pirate theme just, what, three weeks after Sea of Thieves uh, overtook them? <laughs> Their whole season is now pirate-themed. And on yeah. top of that, a respawning system has leaked, which is obviously right from Apex. So Fortnite is suddenly like looking at everybody else, because everybody else has kind of been trying to catch up to Fortnite for yeah. the past year. And now it, Fortnite's looking at everybody else and, well, what can we steal? I feel like at some point you sort of become a victim of your own success. Yeah. Like, when you're really successful, and you see this with Apple right now, when you're really successful, you don't want to change anything because you're afraid, like, that'll ruin the formula. Yeah. But that sort of makes your really successful thing go stale that Fall much behind. quicker. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Well, they do a really good job of injecting, like, they release, like, new weapons weekly. They release, like, new skins, like, every freaking day. Yeah. But they haven't really been challenged on the gameplay front. And now Respawn definitely has challenged them. And I just think the whole pirate thing is like... <laughs> See if Thieves gets its 15 minutes of fame and now here comes Fortnite trying yeah. to steal the thunder. So there's not much to say about that, but there's a lot of Fortnite fans out there. So um, Here's... I mean, the property is huge, but this game is not... So we've been talking about how Starbreeze is basically failing. They went bankrupt. They got raided by like the equivalent of the FBI and wherever they're based. Well, Skybound, the company behind you know The Walking Dead, it's Robert Kirkman, Kirkman's company, terminated the contract with Starbreeze. Brutal. So not only are the console versions of the Overkills The Walking Dead canceled, they're trying to get this whole game scrubbed. Like, they yeah. don't want it out there. They said it's not up to par with their license that they, like... Yeah, I bet. They said that Starbreeze, like, when you make a contract with them to use that license, you have to, like, promise a certain level of quality that they yeah. didn't deliver. Isn't it kind of ironic that, um, like, all the all the gaming companies that become associated with the Walking Dead franchise just, go out of business. just, just die themselves. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good like point. Like, they're literally the Walking Dead. That's a good point. Wasn't there another Walking Dead? They become infected. Somebody's, somebody, I thought somebody else was making a Walking We gotta put them down. <laughs> that's kind of the way it's going. <laughs> Telltale's gone. Starbreeze Robert is gone. Kirkman, Robert Kirk must, must be sitting somewhere like, what, what the hell's going on? For real. <laughs> I mean, I can't put out a well, game. He can't really complain about the quality of the Telltale games. Like, yeah, I feel oh, like yeah, that yeah. was fine. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Finances weren't there. Just keeps happening. All right, so we got some exciting God Mode moments this week. So, Brad Sams, if, you, if you're just listening for the first time, our God Mode moments is basically our rumors segment, and we analyze big rumors off the internet, predict if they're going to come true, and so on and so forth. Or we debunk some of them, because some of them are complete crap. So, God Mode moments, 33. Brad Sams is a known Microsoft insider. This guy gets, like, almost everything right. Uh, so he reported that Xbox games will be playable on PC soon. Microsoft's been working on this and that they even tested it. Um, when you download the PC version of State of Decay, the files are all different than like a standard PC game. And like people who are very tech savvy notice that it's literally like an Xbox game, but running it's like a basically a test in the back nice. in the background yeah. for this. So he's reporting that you're literally going to be able to play Xbox games on PC soon. That's that's going to be like the next thing. I mean, you gotta, you really gotta applaud Microsoft's uh, ambition lately. I mean, like they are just they're, they're changing for the everything. Fences, yeah. For you know, and for a long time, like I, I'm, we're recording this on a, a Surface tablet, a Surface Pro, and for the longest time, like they, they've had such promising hardware, and you know, like they tell you, Microsoft would always tell you, like. Oh yeah, we're gonna do these great things, and then you know, like you know, like a couple months later, they just seem to forget about Zoom, it. Zoom, Windows, yeah, they phone. never really follow through on any of their ambitions. But it feels like this 
will be the first one where they might actually the Xbox. Yeah, division. they might actually go big and make it stick. You know, it's it's interesting because it's becoming very clear here as we as we have something new to, about this subject to talk about every episode that the race is has not become a hardware race like it used to be. Yeah, it's a race to see who can get. On the most their devices. games and surfaces on the most in the most places possible. Yeah. Just of any kind, anyhow, yeah. anywhere. That's that everybody's racing to that point. Yeah. And it's not about trying to sell your hardware anymore. It's well some people are still trying to sell like like I haven't seen Sony make any moves in this direction at all. Yeah. And and it makes that you wonder. Well, it, it makes you change. wonder, though. It makes you wonder. Well, they do have PlayStation now, though. So, I mean... I, but they're not... Like, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Apple, all those players are obviously heading in this, like, try to get your games everywhere Yeah. strategy. And it seems to be like, that's the people looking at the big picture. Yep. And, you know, even Nintendo kind of made a small step in that direction by merging the handheld and console. Just yeah. on a much small... Yeah. On a different scale. And, and they've come out recently and said, you know, we might not make hardware well, in the future. And they do mobile, yeah. They doing said, mobile I mean, now. they flat out said we might not make hardware in the future. Yeah. Because, you know, just look at where things are going right, right. now. Like, it's, it's hard to know. Right. So. But I don't see Sony really... Uh, I forgot to put this on here, I think. Uh, <laughs> let me play the my violin here. The, <laughs> the PlayStation Vita was officially discontinued this week. Uh, All models officially discontinued. Uh, so Reset Era has press, to be going nuts. Press F for Reset Era. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. What was that thread you sent me where that guy was saying, I really wish they were putting this game on Vita or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. That's exactly that was my first thought when you said it. I was trying to remember what... Who is was still that? playing that thing? All reset <laughs> Apparently so. I can't believe they didn't put this game on Vita. Well, and nobody's buying games for it anymore. Oh, That's the thing. Goodness. That's why nobody's you're not buying, buying Vitas. Games. That's I what I mean. Thank God they stopped. Even if you own one, you're not buying games for it. It's anymore. so bizarre. Like, when was the last time Sony gave even a millisecond of time oh, yeah. at E3 to the Vita? Years. It's been years. Years. <laughs> not even one mention. Yeah. So. All right. So that's the big. Xbox news for this week. You know, there's really credible signs that you're going to be able to just legit play Xbox games on PC. And I think I think you know gamers win in the end. You know, there's oh, a lot yeah. of people online going, "Well, I don't need to buy an Xbox. You know, I, all I need is like my Nintendo Switch." And it's like, yeah, that's true. You're like, you don't need to buy an Xbox, yeah. and you can still play the games, and that's fine. That's fine with Microsoft. They don't care. Nobody. So- that's the race. Is okay. Subscribe to Game Pass, make an Xbox Live account, and buy Xbox games. Yeah. I don't care if you buy an Xbox. That's fine. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> it's like if you can't beat them, join them. Kind yeah, of thing. Like, I mean, and it's better for everybody. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, if they make their next system, it's a, like make whatever choice you want. We'll be there. They make their next system a killer system. I'm going to buy it either way. Oh, me too. So, me too. And, know, and there's always going to be an audience for that. But it, it's it's just like saying. It's like giving everybody, you know, it's like make whatever choice you want. Yeah. We're going to provide our services we're to gonna, you anyway. We're going to flex to you rather yeah. than the other yeah. way around. No. We're not going to take these hardline stances. And Yeah, it's pretty neat. So more Microsoft rumors. So Relic is the developer of Age of Empires 4. They have done uh, quite a few other RTSs. I did think they did some uh, Warhammer uh-huh. games or 40K, yeah. whichever. Yes, they did Dawn of War, which was some of my favorite yeah. RTS games. They also did, um, oh shoot, uh, Company of Heroes, which was yes. Big. So there's rumors all over the internet this week that Microsoft is purchasing Relic. And part of it goes back to the fact that Relic is posting jobs. And it's those jobs seems to imply that they're looking for people to work on not just Age of Empires 4, but the it's Halo like... Three, Halo Wars 3. No. It's like <clears throat> lead on the Age of Empires franchise. So that kind of leads you to believe like they are now the home of Age of Empires, which people are assuming... Gosh. The I, weird I, thing, I'm just though, trying to imagine... Like, First of all, you got to know that all of Relic's RTS games sort of play alike. Yeah. Like, they have like a certain style, both Company of Heroes and Dawn of War. So now I'm just wondering, like, are they going to bring that style to Age of Empires? It's going to be such a strange mix-up. 
the weird. Well, it gets even stranger because Relic is owned by Sega right now. Yeah. So do you think Sega would just sell? I mean, Sega probably needs the money. Yeah. But you think they would just sell off one of their teams like that? Knowing Sega, they just give them to them. Yeah. They ask nicely. They're paying Microsoft to take them off their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a donut and a coffee and they're yours. (laughs) Bring me a bag of Dorito. That's so Sega. Yeah, yeah, we've had, we've had one of those in a while. So there's rumors. I'm saying there's there's a forty percent chance that this is true, even though I think it probably might be. It just seems like one of those things that you know, there's certain rumors you hear them. They're like, this doesn't make too much sense, so it's got to be true. It's yeah. one of those, like yeah. But weren't there rumors? Um, who did uh, Who did Halo Wars two? Why can't I think? I think of that's it? Creative Assembly. Yes, weren't, weren't there rumors that they were going to buy them? Could be. I, I thought like a couple of weeks ago the rumors were that they were buying creative. It's Assemble. obvious Microsoft wants to own at least one developer in every genre. So yeah. They want to have a first-person studio, a third-person. It's pretty interesting. It's a pretty platformer studio. A, uh, I wonder. RTS studio. I wonder if people get like bored of making the same game if they'll be like, okay, well you can go over to the Halo team. Yeah, the, yeah. The Gears team, yeah. you know, or or whatever. Um, the coal or not the coalition, the other one, the initiatives working on. Yeah. All right, so we are going to PAX East. Our badges arrived in the mail. It's happening. So it's happening. The schedule got revealed for Dodge PAX you. East. And uh, Gearbox is one of the biggest panels. Speaking of Gearbox, almost developing Halo 4. And the Gearbox panel has promised to have reveals. Oh. So everybody's saying Borderlands 3. Are we going to be there? I think it's the last day. Damn it. A Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> we'll be covering that one from home. Okay. Um. But it's got to be Borderlands, right? Oh, it, could be anything. Could be Halo 4 for all I know. <laughs> but, you know, they've had this game. Nobody talks about this. They revealed... No. It's called Project 1v1. Uh, I never even got this thing to fire up. I never even played it. But it's a it's a 1v1 multiplayer game. It combines, like, card-based gameplay and shooter gameplay somehow. I haven't played it, so I'm not telling you that... But this has been in beta, or alpha, you know, whatever state, super early, for like a year. And like, th- since this thing got like vaguely announced in text form, nobody said a word about it. So I kind of wonder if they'll do that and Borderlands, or... I don't know. I know they've got to have Borderlands 3. Well, it's you know what's be. strange to me is like, they showed Borderlands 3, the, the technology like the, behind yeah, it. Yeah, the, the engine. And I thought that was the reveal. And then like... I swear, for like a year... They've been like wishy-washy. Yeah, like a year or two went by, and then people were like, oh, you know, Borderlands 3 is you have to be revealed. And I was like, what are you talking about? I saw it. It's pretty (laughs) obvious. And so, yeah, it's just so... It's the strangest rollout to a game I can ever think of, because they definitely showed the game. I think... And then they're like, oh, we haven't haven't announced it or revealed it. I think it's one of those so inevitable. I think it'll be really short. Like, okay, it gets announced at PAX, gets released in like... August, like it's not gonna be too long. I don't yeah. think. Like it's probably got almost done, and it'll be out this year. I think. We'll see, but really looking forward to PAX East one way or another. Yep. Not long now. Yeah, I know. We're in the month. Twenty-five days. Or so here's one that caught me off guard. This game, Boneworks Stress Level Zero, got revealed this week. Did you look <clears> at this? No. Uh, pull some footage up in the background there. So it's called Boneworks Stress Level Zero, and this is a it's a VR game for Steam. And here's the weird thing: it's it's very Half Life and Portal influenced, like very like when when you watch, the visually it's 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 a uh, it looks like Half Life and Portal. It's got crazy oh, yeah, physics like Half Life and Portal, but wait till you see like the enemies. And like the way, like, is this running on the Source engine? Well, here's the weird thing. Look at, oh yeah, that's that, very that's, half. Yeah. There's a crowbar. Yeah. There's like these robots. And, and then the room looks well, and very the physics, portal. Yeah. So what's going on here? Well, this has been. This is included. That gun case is cool. This is included in a package of games that's only Valve developed and published games. So this got revealed, but they didn't say. Is this Half Life Three? Well. No, but people are kind of wondering if if Valve has like bought this developer, and then it's gonna be like rebranded or something as like a half like Half Life VR or oh God. Portal VR. Or, 
that's cool. Oh, so this is VR. Yeah, the whole thing's VR. And it, to me, it's one of the more interesting VR games that I've seen. Oh, look at like, that. Like, it doesn't look See, so much like Half-Life. Oh, my gosh. You know what I want now is I want a, I want a wrestling game. A wrestling <laughs> VR game. Throwing them off guy the top throw rope. Him off. Yeah. I just want to throw somebody off a cage onto, onto the thing below. Oh, my God. What's going on there? I, but th- this, this is, is the Twilight the, Doesn't it look very much like Half-Life and Portal? Oh, yeah. And so people believe... They're theorizing <laughs> that, th- that Valve's bought this developer oh, because for some reason this game's included in with their first party only game. Valve needs to do some. I feel like Valve is, you know, on the downtrend. Oh, they've been stepping it up lately, but they got to do more, yeah. Well, no, because their card game bombed. Well, well, yeah, that's a good point. Artifact. I mean, Epic. I think it'll come back. Epic's but. making every new game exclusive. Yeah, I, I mean they are they're they've got to be feeling the, the heat and the pressure. Oh, I think so. But they also have several of the biggest games in the world still. They've got Counter Strike, which was like the most viewed. They had like a big Counter Strike event this week. Yeah, most viewed esports event of the year. Well, I mean, I'm sure they but. still got Dota, which most viewed or most. Yeah, I mean they know. do have the the advantage of having those like evergreen titles that are just well, so hardcore. Let's, let's not forget that every away. game that sells on Steam. At any moment from any developer, they're making thirty percent. That's true. Um, I don't like. I don't think their their business is not in danger, but they're well. They, they need to do more. Yeah, but the thing is, because is, they're losing their like. You say they they get thirty percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to go out of business tomorrow, but you know, from a business standpoint, if you made five dollars, they're no today, longer invulnerable. Well, if you made five dollars today, they expect you to make six dollars tomorrow. Right, right. And if you're not making six dollars, if you're making four dollars, how are they going to grow? And then you know people start to get nervous, right. and when they get nervous, that's how I mean, everything unravels. But yeah, I mean, you make a point. There was a time when Steam was like the invulnerable PC gaming app. Like, oh yeah, period. Yeah. They're definitely under competition now. Yeah, and they're not the only option now. You've got. You've got Origin, which is actually, especially with Apex, drawing so much attention to Origin. Yeah. You've got the Epic Game Store. You've got Discord in there. Um, it's just amazing to me, though, that they put out a game. And, you know, usually when they put out a game, it, like you were saying, you know, it becomes like the biggest game in the world and it sticks for years and years. And they put out a game that just bombed. Yeah. yeah. And that's just a strange thing for yeah. Well. And it was Dota related too. I yeah. mean, Artifact is all Dota based. But I think the I think from what I heard, most people who played it just said like, "This isn't a great game." Like that's the problem. The gameplay wasn't that great. It was like, yeah, it's a card game, but it's not that fun. Like yeah. it's just the matches take too long. And so Valve, hear me out. Make that uh, make that WWE VR <laughs> game, and all will be forgiven. But I, I I do feel like they're gonna have to start stepping up and releasing more games. Like they're gonna have to make. Half Left 4 Dead 3, they're going to have to make Team Fortress 3, like, they're going to have to do Oh, Team Fortress something. 3, that'd be kind of interesting. It's time. I think That thing had such a good graphic style. Yeah, it did. That, like, it just never ages. It yeah. just always looks nice. Yeah. One thing is, is Overwatch kind of ate its cake. Yeah. Because Team, or Overwatch the, the, takes a lot from Team Yeah, Fortress. the same sort of style. Yeah. Almost. Well, gameplay-wise, like, some of the characters are very closely based on Team Fortress classes, too. Yeah. Anyway, though, check out this yep. game, Boneworks Stress Level Zero. It was one of the few VR games that I saw, and I'm like, you know, I kind of want to play this. So check it out. Market mode. We've got a lot of EA and Activision bashing to do here, <laughs> like every week. So uh, this company has put out a list of the top 10 most overpaid CEOs every year for the past however many years. EA and Activision both made the list of having the top uh, two of the top 100 most overpaid CEOs. I couldn't agree more. I mean, especially Activision. Activision. Yeah, Activision CEO. He definitely, he uh, he deserves it this He doesn't year. belong in gaming. That's the thing. Yeah. He clearly has no knowledge of game, gaming whatsoever. EAs, yeah, I guess I agree, but not, not nearly to the extent that I no. agree on Activision. Like, EA's made some major missteps. You've got a miss. I mean, see, here's the thing. I always, like, have two thoughts, schools of thought on this. Like, we talk about, like, Battlefield and Anthem being, you know, big misses. Yep. It's like, well, they both still sold, like, over 5 million copies in their first month. So, like, yeah. you know, like, our our bar for what is a failure for them it's is, pretty like, high. pretty high. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, I think EA's done some good things too with EA Access. And, yeah. And Apex is obviously huge. I wonder hit. how much money that is bringing in. And if it was the CEO that enacted EA Access. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, but I mean, it's got to be making some money, I, I right? feel like they've got a more slightly more sustainable business model than Activision, who's just, well, release a new game every year and hope that it's Yeah, I would probably get EA Access if they would offer that more expensive premium where you get, you know, the games, the new games. The premium's 100 bucks. The new games, day and day. I would probably, I'd probably check it out. The premium's 100 months. the basic is 30 Yeah. I just bought the basic today, actually. But it's not on Xbox, right? It's no, no, no. I bought it on PC. Oh, you got it on I, PC. I think you can get it on Xbox. You can get... Well, you get the diff- Vault It's like a different... Yeah, you get the like, Vault. It's like EA Vault or something. But you don't get the day and date new games. And that's what I'd rather have. Yeah, I don't think they have the premium on Xbox. I'm kind of surprised they don't. It just seems weird. But anyway, there there it is. We, we bash them enough. So at least we're yeah. not the only ones. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Nexon, who's a weird gaming company. They're a publisher that... I think of them as the publisher that killed Lawbreaker. Or, yeah, Lawbreakers. But um, EA, Amazon, and Comcast are all bidding to buy them. You got a prediction for who comes out on top? I got a prediction of who won't come out on top, <laughs> and that's Comcast. Yeah, it's going to say me too. They, they seem to lose every bidding war they're in. I was going to predict that... Uh, I was thinking Activision was in there. I'm going to bet that Amazon comes... They've just got so much money. Yeah, and... And when Amazon wants to buy something, usually it's Jeff Bezos that wants to buy something. And when Jeff Bezos wants something, Jeff Bezos gets... Well, he can just throw whatever. any amount of money Yeah, at it. He, There's he no limit. He will do whatever it takes to get whatever he wants. So, And we've seen that Amazon's trying to move into gaming. So yeah. They'll just buy... Whenever they want to go... This is what Amazon does. When they want to get into something that they have no infrastructure in, mm-hmm. they just buy somebody that does. And that's their entry. That's, so what else they do did these that guys with pharmacy. They did that with grocery what else, stores. What, what do these guys own? That Nexon? Would, yeah, that would attract such big names. I'm going to Google Nexon right and now. And such a diverse cast of big names. Yeah. Well, com- cast. Good good joke. Comcast. No, I didn't even realize they did that. But, I mean, no pun intended. I'm Googling them right now. Um, uh, they're based in Korea. Um, so they must make like PC games. They probably make a lot of Japanese style games. They make Counter Strike Online, Counter Strike Nexon Zombies. They make a lot of like Japanese or you know, Eastern versions of Western games. Yeah, Dungeon Fighter Online, uh, FIFA Online Four, Final so Fantasy Fourteen. All PC then. Yes. Yeah. And they're all very, uh, yeah, they're basically like Eastern versions of Western games. Okay, so so it's more if you want to have a global reach. Well, they, they do have a ton of mobile games, too. So if you want to have a more global reach, and probably, they're probably pretty popular in China, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm sure. So that's probably the exposure they're going for. They released the Power Rangers game in 2018. Sweet. I, I can't believe I missed it. Uh, um so. You can say something else. Nope, I got nothing to add. I mean, I, I think Comcast will lose. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder how. I wonder how desperate EA will be. It'll be really interesting to see how much EA would be willing to pay, because you know they didn't have the two big misses. Yeah. Which probably weigh on them a little bit. But then again, it might make them a little more desperate. Yeah. To for buy for up. and they probably want more international. Yeah. Exposure. You know, they probably want a little bit less of Madden and. You yeah, know, the North American, basically. yeah, and and look elsewhere, because their big AAA Western releases are missing target. Oh, so let's again look and again elsewhere. And again. Yep. Yeah. So here's here's more Activision news. Bungie paid Activision ninety one million dollars for the rights to Destiny, which is quite a bit of money. Um, if, if you remember, uh, NetEase invested a hundred million dollars in Destiny or in Bungie to become a multi platform. Oh. So like like a month or two before this. So so they gave him like a nine million dollar advance. Yeah, basically. That so that, that was just interesting because I thought when I heard this that you know, Activision was just gonna basically take a step back. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure as like they had to have gotten something. Like there's no way that Bobby yeah, oh, yeah, Kotick yeah. Yeah. of Activision just walked away from Destiny and said, "Okay, you guys can have it. No big deal." I'm surprised they had the rights to Destiny at all because I know. It was a bungee idea. From well, the 
So they must have signed it away. They might not. Have, I don't think they owned it, but they did sign a 10-year deal with Activision. Oh, so you think this was... So they? I knew that there had to be something on the back end. Like, for Bungie to terminate that deal, they had to have given up something. And yeah. this is it. They gave up $91 million. Yeah. That seems kind of cheap, actually. Yeah. For, for what the not series... Not for an indie studio, though. We're for talking what the a, series could potentially be. Well, right. But at the same time, this is not... This is an independent studio... With, you know, yeah. So that's a lot of money for them. To yeah, make. but they do have some deep pocketed. Bankers, oh, so. oh, sure. So more Activision news. Activision came out this week and said, "Well, it seems like this is like the they must have listened to our podcast or something because they they said, well, our 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 eight hundred job cuts were were meant to save money, but we're realizing that it may actually hurt our business. I think I could be a better CEO than." an Activision CEO. How I mean, stupid they, can you be? If they want to toss millions at me, I mean, I could... I, I'll do it for $200,000 yeah. a year. <laughs> Call me Activision. Yeah. I can undercut this guy. Yeah. Um, he, well, their chief financial officer got a $15 million sign-on bonus. So imagine what their salaries these, are. To make these right, decisions. Right, right. You could yeah, pay me a hundred grand a year to do this. <laughs> yeah, I'll do exactly. a better job. I got it. No problem. promise you. I'll, I will uh, make all of your franchises unbelievable. biggest in the industry. Because literally, I think a monkey could do it better at this point. <laughs> it's getting pretty desperate. So here's just a little market mode stat for you. Red Dead Online is making one-fifth of GTA Five Online's uh, monthly income. Yeah, that doesn't really surprise me. Me either. I mean, it's it's probably not quite as good of a game overall. And Red Dead? But, yeah. <laughs> And I think the reviews for GTA Five weren't very good. You don't think? Don't, well, yeah, but okay. Well, the reviews are one thing, but what the people actually think. The multiplayer of GTA Online is certainly more appealing than Red Dead Online. Yeah, that's for sure. And and like I was saying in in one of the other episodes, I'm kind of surprised Red Dead is as big as it is because the appeal is limited. Yeah, it's, it's got way more limited appeal. I mean, do you know how the story actually ends? No. I don't know if you want me to spoil Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. You want to spoil it? Did you get to the end? No. I uninstalled it after three hours. <laughs> God. Uh, spoilers for Red Dead 2. Skip ahead one minute and ten seconds if if you don't want it spoiled. The main character... It's a prequel, isn't it? Yes. So, I mean... The main character gets tuberculosis and dies. Nice. And then John Marston, who's the main character in the first one... Kind of, you take over as him in the end, and and you kind of avenge him because there's some other crap that went down and blah blah blah. But it's like the most like uh, it's yeah, it's it, not a very mainstream. Is it a pre? Is it a prequel to Glass as well? No, <laughs> nobody yeah. falls out of their just wheelchair, random breaks deaths, all the bones in their body, and dies. Random deaths just just before the ending. But yeah, Red Dead Online, which honestly, <laughs> one fifth of GTA Online still huge, still probably a yeah. lot, yeah. Plus, they've got room to grow. So, yeah. All right, Godspeed stories. Overwatch Hero 30 got uh, revealed. I did a two-hour stream. It's a combat medic. It's a new support hero. He's really good. He's really versatile. If you're an Overwatch fan, you're definitely gonna want to try him. I was thinking about Overwatch this week. Medic. And I was thinking, you know, okay, this is. I think it's in its third year now, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's gonna start to, you know plateau yeah or, or even like apex just getting so much go attention down, you know on the back end overwatch league season two just started and viewership's up 30 percent over wow. season one so i i think the gameplay is in a place where they need to introduce like for the i think they're gonna go free to play this year i think they need to introduce like a new big feature of some kind but yeah. but apparently i mean the viewership has just gaming steam so i mean it still is definitely the premier professional Esport thing to the mainstream. So, yeah. here's here's one just for you. Yeah, you've been yeah. talking about Code Veronica for like two or three episodes. <laughs> yeah. So Code Veronica X uh, Marathon Durandal, who is which is one of Bungie's original games. Yep. 
and the Lost Planet series, which has been forgotten by a lot of people from Capcom, uh-huh. are all now backwards compatible on Xbox. Yeah, I saw this the other day. I was like, it's it's like I know. You know, I mean, if you want to know what's going to happen in the next few weeks in the world just listen to our of podcast. gaming, just listen to our podcast. Because even just stuff we mention randomly just seems to sort of we, happen. Well, we always just say like, well, what about that game? You remember like, that game? Cold like Veronica it pops up X. Again. Cold Veronica X. Nobody has muttered that name <laughs> outside of this podcast for like 10 years at least. And then all of a sudden it just pops out of well, now you can play it on Xbox. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> Please be excited. Please be excited. Why don't you talk about your reaction to the Johnny Cage oh reveal for Mortal Kombat 11? Well, okay, yeah, so let's... I uh, hate fires, so... Let's talk about the Johnny Cage <laughs> reveal. First of all, what happened to his face? Monologue. What happened to his face? Did, did you see his face? Oh yeah, I saw it. Oh my god, what happened to his face? But, did you see his fatality? No. You didn't see the fatality? It had to be. It really had to be one of the. You know, I'm usually on the same train of like at this point, who cares about fatalities? You know, like in 1992 or 1993, it was a big deal. But you know, ever since I was kind of like, who cares? But this fatality, he. (laughs) I mean, you'll just have to see. Tell tell me. Tell me what happened. Okay, so the fatality. It starts. He punches. You know, whoever he's doing the fatality in the face and like breaks his jaw. And then, it, and then someone yells, cut, and, you know, like, they're on a movie set. Yeah. And then, they, you know, they bring the, the little thing back that, you know, like, and then they say action, and he punches him again, and, like, you know, breaks more of his face. And then they yell, cut again, and he, you know, he goes, you know, where did you find this guy? And then, you know, they say action, and he punches him again, and, you know, eventually he ends up ripping his head off. And see, I hate stuff. I'm, I'm just sick of. And then he gets, like a, he gets an he gets an he gets an Oscar. He gets an actual award. <laughs> and then he's playing with an action figure of himself. This this whole fatality takes like five. That's minutes. what I mean. It's, it's too long. No, but it, it is actually it's so well done that you don't even care. Though I'm sure after seeing it about, it's gonna be two times. Yeah. yeah, after about two times, you're gonna be like, okay. I like, was hoping that you're gonna tell me that he does a split and punches him in the nuts. No. Like, remember when he punched Goro in yes. the nuts in the yes. first Mortal Kombat? Those are five hundred dollars sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope. I was hoping that, that would come into play too. But all right, so we've been talking a lot about Apex. We know they're working on Respawn's been working on at least one other game. It's finally gonna get revealed. It's their Star Wars game. And it's, that's coming out this year. It's getting revealed on April 13th, which I think is the Star Wars Day, right? It's like May the... No, it's May the 4th. But there's this big uh, Star Wars oh, event. celebration. Day, whatever yeah, Star it is. Star Wars celebration. Could be. I don't know. So it's finally getting revealed that day. Um, then I just want to give a shout out to this game, Project Right. I think it looks pretty cool. It's getting a lot of the people that have played it say it's really, really good. It's a, it's an, RP, an action RPG uh, set in like the Viking times. But instead of playing as the like the humans or the Vikings or whatever, you play as this monster, like this monster who's basically like the last of his kind, I think. And it just has a really, it's almost like evolved. And you kill humans. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. It's almost like evolved. Monsters finally get but their in a chance. Single player, like story yeah. setting. It looks like a lot like The Witcher. See, you know, wouldn't it be cool to have like a, a a Godzilla game or something where you or sort of like that where like you just have to kill like. Why haven't the there humans? been more Godzilla games? I don't know. Games? Destroy all the buildings. What was that Destroy All Humans game? Remember that? Yeah, with the alien. I don't remember. Little alien guy. I don't remember. But there was another one. There was a um. There was a Sony game that was sort of like a Godzilla game. Yeah. It had like you know Godzilla. It had not cheap knockoff. Was it Rampage? Godzilla. Wasn't it Rampage? No, that was a different game. <laughs> oh yeah. But there was it's also another, a movie starring Dwayne another, Johnson. There, there was like a Sony game way back when. I don't know, I'll have to look it up for next episode. Isn't it weird how a lot of those like old like I think it was back on PS like there's a lot of games in like Maybe the PlayStation PS3. and N sixty four era that kinda of had really good ideas. Yeah. And like those Nothing ideas they died out. out. Like yeah. nobody tries stuff like that. Nobody anymore. tries new stuff like yeah. that, that's for yeah. damn sure. It's like all sequels or yeah. just rip offs of other things. Alright, so here's a draw your own conclusions of epic proportions. THQ Nordic we've been talking about for buying up a lot of franchises and stuff like that. They held an AMA this week on... I don't even know if you should say the name of the forum. <laughs> a very bad place. And uh, it's basically based... The forum was... I don't You know, I don't even know what the difference is between the numbers on this Well, one, one I think is already a very 
questionable place. And then because the, I know there's the, the one that doubles three it of them, right? Is way worse. It starts at the one integer, goes to the second one. I don't know where the third one is. I I know if I know well, four and eight. Yeah, it goes two, four, and eight. And four is already like pushing it, pushing the line a lot of times. I don't know what any of them are. Well, eight. I never go to any. Eight. Of them. Neither do I. But eight is specifically for like neo Nazis and like <laughs> child pornography collections. No joke. That's what it. Ugh. That's like what this one exists for. And THQ held an AMA on this forum. And everybody basically exclaimed to them like, "What are you doing?" You know, yeah, that's like, crazy. And their their like PR manager or whatever came out and said like, "We didn't even know what this forum was. We just agreed to it." And sorry, like, yeah, I don't know what to think. Like, I'm that's, just like, that's really weird. Yeah, I mean, because you would think you would like I've done AMAs before, and like, there's definitely certain audiences you, you think don't you want to be doing an AMA. With. Look. I mean, yeah, that's really like check into like what your demographic is on that forum. I like, mean, like I don't, I didn't know. I, like I said, I don't know what I know. Four, yeah, yeah, gets up to mischievous things, and I wouldn't even do. One I had on, no idea. I wouldn't even do one on four. First of all, uh, before the story, I had no idea there was. Neither an eight. did I. No idea. I thought there was two and four. I didn't even know there was an eight, and now that I know there's an eight, yeah, I'm scared. Know. Like yeah. because four is pretty bad. Like I, I avoid four, so now I'm thinking of eight, like. Oh my God! Like this is. Yeah. Oh, anyway. The the craziness must just ramp up with each one. It's just a horrible look for THQ. That's for sure. Um, what'd you play this week? I've been playing. Uh, I've been addicted to this. What is it? Super is Mario Maker 3DS. Oh, jeez. Let me tell you. They, first of all, this this game is named incorrectly. It shouldn't be Mario Maker. It should be Masochist Maker. <laughs> Because you got to be glutton for pain to want to play this game, but once like once you start playing it, it really does have that effect of okay, just one more try. Yeah, okay, just Super, one more try. Super Meat Boy had that for me. Oh my god, I can't stop. Like I, I figured out. I'm not kidding you. I figured out at least ten different ways to jump over this <laughs> this thing, and it's important because. You know, the people that make these levels, they really do make them with, like, sort of a, almost like a rhythm. It's almost more of a rhythm game at this yeah. point. Like, you are expected to figure Memorize out the, the, sort of the rhythm yeah. of how the level yeah. plays. And it's just so fascinating. Well, I always felt that Sonic was kind of that way. Like, it's just about oh, I think getting right, yeah. speed at the right times. Yeah. And, oh. But it's, oh, it's so rewarding because you will die so many times. <laughs> it's like the Dark Souls of but once Mario. You, yeah, it really is. And... Just, I, I hate that. See, that's I hate what I, that love. I hear that. Every single game series has been compared to okay, Dark Souls. Yeah, I don't like I don't like hearing it compared to Dark Souls. But I miss the crushing difficulty of yeah. old games. And the, to have this game where first of all, like I mean, look at this. I mean I just open it and there it is. Yeah. I I don't know why I didn't love the three DS more back in the day, but I love it now because I can just open it and there it is. And uh you know, switch to have a game loading times that, like that, that crushes me, but makes me go, well, just one more time, just one more, yeah, one more you go. You want to conquer? Yeah, and You're like not put off. I, I'm about, I've made it about halfway through this level, and I, each time I get just a little bit farther, yeah. like it just feels like yeah. you just feel like Superman. I remember putting myself through. Uh, remember the Mile High Club uh, level and the first modern Call of Duty Modern Warfare. No, I never played it. There was a. I've never played any anything beyond Call of Duty Two because I just can't. There's this level at the very end. It's like the the epilogue. Yeah. Where you're on a plane and there's a, this plane's being hijacked by terrorists, and there was an achievement to beat the whole level in like less than like sixty seconds or something on the highest difficulty, and it was that type of thing. You had to know exactly when this guy was gonna pop up. Like, exactly where, like, it was that, like, masochistic, like, yeah. you want to, like, if you just, you get you get one step further, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm making progress, like, yeah. I can, that was, that reminds me of that. Did you play anything else? No, that was up. Well, I, I mean, I played a little bit of Dragon Quest, of Zelda, A Link to the Past, Yeah, but not enough to really claim it this week. <laughs> um, like, you I, looked I, at the starter screen. I played, I played the chicken mini game. Oh jeez! Like again and again and again until I was, until I was broke. In fact, I took a picture of it somewhere here. I got the the mini game requires you to to run around in this little pen for thirty seconds and dodge all the chickens that are 
you know, flying at you. And it has, like, increasing difficulties. Well, I reached the hardest difficulty. You need help. I reached, the, need... I reached the hardest difficulty. You need an intervention. And I made it to 0.86 seconds left before getting hit. And that, that took all my money. So uh-huh. then I couldn't play it. And then I was like, okay, I'm All done. your rupees? Took all my rupees. And the next Zelda, that's going to be a microtransaction to play. <laughs> yeah, probably. 49 cents. Um... All right, I played... Remember our very first episode, we talked about The Culling? Yeah. Remember how they released a sequel, and it was so bad, they unreleased it, and then gave away the first game for free? Well, it was a, it is a Battle Royale, so of course I played it this week. I got a victory in it. My, hey. eight, my 18th different Battle Royale. Jeez. And I, and I immediately uninstalled it, because <laughs> I give them credit for... I mean, it's, it's basically a melee-based game. Did you get game. a victory in that Wolves? The oh, Wolves, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course I did. did. Fear the Wolves. Um, I give them credit because it's basically a melee based game. So instead of, you know, guns and soldiers, you're beating each other with machetes and pitchforks. So slightly different. I don't recommend it though. Uh, I played a ton of Apex, of course. I played a little more Anthem. And uh, here's my, my Anthem rant for the week. I still cannot believe that this game is so subpar and even the story is bad like they worked on this story for seven years and it's still just uh. it's just funny to me that we um we're talking before we knew apex was a thing we were like oh this has to be a hit ea needs a hit and thank god apex came out of nowhere because ea would have been just obliterated i i have to think i think they're going to support anthem for a good while you know it'll get two three years of support yeah, but but there's no way. But at least it isn't. At least it isn't uh, uh, an Andromeda level. No, no. Disaster. The gameplay is good, but like, like the the combat is good. I should say, but like the game itself, like you literally just like fly around, you shoot some enemies, you fly around, you shoot some enemies, enemies, and you go back to the city in a ten minute loading screen, and then you fly around, you shoot some. Like, there's nothing to this game. Like, yeah, I can't believe that they didn't spend some more time like fleshing out like something to challenge yourself with as a player like you just float around and shoot enemies that's it and mm-hmm. I don't know it's that's pretty amazing to me and I can't tell I can't tell because all these games as a service game style games keep launching like this and like I can't tell if this is just more of a a look into really how hard game development is because every game as a service that tries to launch like this and this looter shooter genre launches exactly this way. You've got The Division, you've got Destiny, you've got Anthem. They've all had these, they've come out and everybody's like, well, this is pretty underwhelming. And then like two years later, people generally say, oh yeah, they've added a lot, it's pretty good now. Yeah. But like, here's a game that's been in development for and it seven seems like years. EA games in particular seem to be. To be, uh, well, yeah. I mean, to be you got like Battlefield. Yeah. I mean, Battlefield, my, my philosophy on Battlefield now is literally wait just, just to wait a year yeah. and then go. Yeah. And it, it's usually a great game yeah. by that point, but everybody's forgotten about it. They because... need to give the franchise more room to breathe. They just yeah. need to, like, give them another year of development time. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, we got some nerd topics this week. So, did you watch the first Kingsman movie? Yeah. <sighs> Yes and no. I, I think I made it to the end, but I didn't pay attention the whole time. Did you? I can tell you that. Well, here's the actual news, and then I'll tell you what I was going to say. They're making a Kingsman prequel, which takes place in World War One. that's coming out in 2020. But if you haven't watched Kingsman, or if you have, but you forgot about it, go back and watch the scene, the fight scene in the church. It's one of the greatest action scenes of all time. Is that in the first one or the second First one. I never even watched the second one. Uh, I didn't even There's pay a, to it. the one character probably fights like 200 people. All I remember is the girl with it's, it's so good. swords for feet, knocking on the door and then like killing everybody in whatever room. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I don't Are you know. sure we're talking about the same I movie? Don't know. I don't. Know. I don't <laughs> maybe I just dreamed it. I, mean, I think you might be. I don't know. Um, but I'll say this: anything set in World War One, I, I am instantly more interested either. in. So maybe, maybe I'll watch this. Aquaman 2 is getting fast tracked. It's coming out December 2020, well, next is, year. It is the biggest property in the DC stable now. <laughs> I can't that that's you realize though that's like 18 months from now. Yeah. They haven't even started filming. Like unbelievable. They are really going to fast track this. 
And I'm not saying they can't get are it they, done. Are they going to squeeze in the trench movie in between? <laughs> Maybe. Everybody's favorite character. I, you know, I have to watch no Aquaman. Heard of. I really have to watch it now. I still have to watch Spider-Man. The, uh, I haven't watched that. Spider-Verse. I haven't watched Ant-Man. I haven't watched... I've seen, a, I seen like a preview for like like 60 seconds yeah. of, of the Spider-Man movie. It looks so good. I have no interest I know, in it. I really don't. But I'm waiting for a sale. I've heard tons of praise, but yeah. I'm just not interested. I haven't watched Deadpool too. This next movie is really uh, interesting. Did you watch Edge of Tomorrow? Oh, I love it. I thought it was good. I love this movie. Uh, Some people get scared away by Tom Cruise, but... Any movie where, like, the Groundhog Day, you (laughs) know... Yeah. Any any movie that does that, I'll just watch it. I I think this is a very underrated movie. Yeah. Not not a lot of people have seen it. I mean, it it sort of unraveled a little bit towards the end, because the, the concept is kind of dumb, but... But it made the action so good. Yeah. Because so like, like, he kept getting to live the same battle. Do you remember yeah, by yeah, the yeah. end? He's like running on the oh, yeah, walls. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I liked yeah, it. I, I like, enjoyed it. Well, yeah. I mean, it, there's actually been so many movies that have done that storyline. Yeah. Where, where he's trying to save the girl. Yeah. But no matter what he does, he can't. Yeah. But. I don't know. I live for that storyline, apparently. Well, I just, it was, it's like one of those guilty pleasure movies. Like that kind of thing. Like. You don't need to take it super seriously. You can just really enjoy it, and it's really cool. It's like yeah. John Wick. Those I, movies are like totally just like guilty pleasures. Let's watch Keanu Reeves shoot up thousands of people. I watched. Well, first of all, I watch movies as I fall asleep. Yeah, and I, I must have put this movie on every night for like a tomorrow. week straight. For a week straight, just sort of watching it. <laughs> well, that's very fitting asleep. for the concept. Of the I movie know too. it was, it was really, the very meta. Over and it was over. very meta. Alright, so next week we're going to do our Game of Thrones final season predictions. So, come back for that. Winter is coming, it's going to be this segment. We're going to discuss Game of Thrones every week during the season. But here's our Winter is Coming news for this week. George R. R. Martin, the author of the books, turned down a chance at a cameo in the final season. So he's never been in it. Though, you know, um, he actually was in a scene. In the pilot. Yeah, but it never, yeah, it never aired. Well, because they uh, they recast, yeah, and then they reshot it, yeah. so so it, it never aired. But he was, he did make a cameo, it just just never See, made it into the show. I've been saying for a long time now that he now hates the showrunners. I think so. Well, I don't know if he hates the showrunners, but I think, I think he, he hates the show. I think no, I think it's the showrunners because they made the decision. They made decisions directly to conflict with what he had told them. You think so? Yes, he hates them. I'm positive. <laughs> so he said it's like no, it's just a scheduling problem. I think, well, I think ha- he definitely hates the show though. I no, well, no, because for the first like four seasons, he was on HBO all the time praising it, all yeah. the actors and actresses, and you know he had a, he had an interest in doing that to make more money. But I, I legitimately think up through the first four seasons, I think he was really pleased with it. Then after that, it was you know his story is really amazing. I mean he. He grew up poor, like, like never, Long Island, and yeah, and he never went anywhere, ever, and yet he creates all these worlds as though, you know, he's he's been there, and it's just well, he, it's so strange that somebody who never went anywhere was able that to. He like channels his own like childhood thoughts because he said he would. I don't know which island he was on, Long Island, whatever. Yeah, I, but he said he used. To I think look, he was actually New Jersey. He used to look across to like the, the city or whatever yeah. wherever he was looking. And he would imagine like all these ideas of like what the world might be like over there. Yeah. And he said that he like kind of uses that as his well, like. I guess his basis. family. His family actually owned a shipyard. Like I've heard that. In down in the city somewhere, and he said he used to watch ships come in and go that out too. Yeah. And this was after the Wondered city. Where they the were city had taken. And, yeah, and he saw the flags on it, and he would imagine what yeah. life was like where those ships were from, and that's how it started. Um. So, so yeah, it's just interesting. So games coming out this week. DOA six, you getting it? No. You used to be a diehard I DOA. And I've broken myself. Did you get the latest Extreme Beach volleyball? No. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I've bought a DOA game since four. Yeah. That was the last good one. Left Alive, which is a Square Enix game. Interestingly enough, this is already out in Japan. Square Enix has pre- is preventing people from streaming this because apparently it's not very good. Oh, and God. people are they literally don't want people to see what this has turned out to be. So they're shutting people down who are streaming it. Speaking of which, I forgot to mention this under the Anthem thing. 
this ba- remember how you mentioned Bethesda shutting down people and banning them for yeah. EA's doing or Bioware whichever you want to spin it is doing the same thing with Anthem what do you do in looter shooters like you farm you farm for gear yeah. and they're banning people who are using certain farming mm-hmm. techniques and I hate when developers do that because like if that exists in the game, it's your fault. Yeah, exactly. It's there because you allowed it purposely to be. or accidentally put it there. Yeah. So fix it. That's fine. But don't ban people. It's so bad. Yep. Anyway, I mean, your game is already going to struggle. So like, why? And you're kicking do out. This to there was a guy who was like a prominent Destiny streamer. He's playing Anthem. They just banned him. Well, guess what? That guy's going back yeah. to Destiny. And guess what? He's going to tell everybody, and it's right. going to tick a lot of people, right. potential customers. So it's not worth it. Total War Three Kingdoms comes out this week on PC. Devil May Cry 5 comes out this week on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Probably the biggest release of the week. And Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn comes out on 3DS. Surprisingly strong week. Yeah, that is pretty good. I mean, Kirby, I don't know that Kirby, DOA is any good anymore. Kirby's obviously carrying the carrying the water, you know, carrying the, the team. But... Um, When's Nintendo gonna stop doing this yarn crap? Uh, I don't know. That, <laughs> they fact, made that like was, five games. That was on my this thought. I was, like, stick. I was like, wait, they're making a Kirby yarn game no, too? He was the original. Are they gonna make he, his first game? I he, thought Yoshi was. No, he was Kirby's Epic Yarn. And then they oh, did that's right. Yoshi's Crafted World. And then they did. Oh, oh, I don't know. They've gone too far. I wonder if they're gonna make all of them yarn characters now. Mario Yarn World. It's, it's gonna happen. Okay, so. Do you have a That's So Sega moment? Or? That's it. That's that's the whole show. That's episode triple triple. All right. Wrapping it up. Got more locked. Episode 33. Heading out. Peace.